Here comes McDavid charging down the ice. He's got a stick. He's in. Backhand. Score. A beauty. One year, one and a half year here, uh, get me more confidence. For sure, I'm stronger and faster, and I feel like I'm growing up for person and player a lot. Feels like I'm like ready to get the new step for the NHL. Now McDavid across the drive, scores 100 points for Leon. Uh, we can learn from what we went through, and everyone's pissed off about it. I think that's the best way to. To describe it, but there's a taste in everyone's mouth that's very, um, you know, that no one likes. We need to find a way to, to not have that taste, and, and we've had it four out of five years here, so we know we need to be better. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast. I am Hernan Salas, your host from TSN 1260 and the two guys in a goalie podcast. It's been three days. We need some Oilers hockey coming your way tomorrow as it's the first battle of Alberta. How jacked up are you for that? It's going to be great. Hey, but hit me up on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers. And keep those downloads coming. Subscribe on your favorite apps for all the latest episodes. All right, coming up. Today on the show, to be honest, I tried to get a Calgary guest. No responses whatsoever. Um, those damn flames media, I tell you. Like, uh, yeah, just say no at least, right? I'm here waiting all day for for a Flames guest. So no guests. We'll just have some audio. We'll have some predictions. We'll have the question of the day. We'll have some practice notes. And we'll have some fun today. Uh, we'll also hear from Dave Tippett and Kyle Turris coming up on the podcast as well. Let's get to your practice uh, notes from today. Uh, Troy Grosnick uh, put on waivers, which means Mike Smith is set to return. Uh, Smith can be activated from the IR on Sunday. So Troy Grosnick put on waivers. I mean, it's good news for the Oilers because this duo was really good for them last season. Uh, They had the team second in the division before the COVID stoppage. So it's uh, much better than having uh, guys that are not ready to go and all that. And Grosnick's a career HL. You feel for him. You drove up here and all that. They're, they don't want to deal with this again where they, they were limited to their goalie options. So Grosnick on waivers. Keaton Haas not on ice for practice. Uh, we'll hear from Coach Tippett, but he did say they were for precautionary reasons. Expects them to be available for tomorrow. That's good news. As Keaton Haas has been really good in the two games uh, since coming back from COVID. And uh, yeah, he's been uh, he's been impressive. But McDavid and Tippett, a lot of the media tweeting out that they had a lengthy conversation after practice. Yeah, it, it's just, you know, it's just a, it's just a conversation. Uh, let me know what do you think they were talking about. Get creative. Let me know. And if I get a lot of good ones at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers on Twitter, I will read them out on the next episode with McDavid and Tippett, a lengthy conversation after practice. What were they talking about? Let me know. All right, let's get to the game tomorrow. It's the 4-5-1 Calgary Flames taking on the 6-6 six six Edmonton Oilers. Oilers have won three straight. Flames have lost two straight. Uh, they fell last night again to the Winnipeg Jets. Calgary's kind of been up and down, kind of like how the Oilers started as well. We'll get into all the stats and that for the both teams. Uh, starting in net, you got to think it's going to be Koskinen. And obviously, he's 5-6 and six with a 3.31 goals against average and an 8.97 save percentage. Meanwhile, Markstrom, 
who uh, the orders were in on in free agency, but uh, at the end he ended up opting for Calgary. He is 4-3-1 with a 2.37 goals against average and a 9.20 save percentage. Let's get to some lines. Nothing coming from uh, orders practice today, but let's go with what they had yesterday. It was the top two lines remain intact. Your third line was Kyle Turris with Zach Cassian and James Neal. And your fourth line was Gaetan Haas with Devin Shore and Archibald on the wings. That's an interesting uh, line as Devin Shore is a natural center. So we'll see how that works. Again, take these with a grain of salt. There's no lines coming from practice today. We'll probably have to wait for tomorrow to get uh, confirmation on these lines. Defensively, it's going to be Barry with Nurse. They had Legison with Larson and then Russell with Bouchard. We'll also wait and, and find out about the status of Ethan Barry. He's been practicing, so he's ready to go, but Bouchard Bouchard was impressive in that game versus Ottawa. Do you take him out? I wouldn't right now. And it looks like they will roll with 12 and 6. So it's going to be uh, interesting to see if these lines stick together from what we saw on Thursday at practice and the pairings as well. As for Calgary guys and gals, uh, their media tweeting out practice lines from today. First line was Matthew Kachuk with Elias Lindholm and Dylan Dubé. Third, uh, second line, sorry, Goudreau with Monaghan and Derek Simon. Your third line, Manji Apani, who's become sort of an oiler killer. I feel like he's always scoring against the Oilers. And uh, Backlund with Josh Levo. And then Lucic with Bennett, the much-rumored Bennett. Um, I know he spoke to the media today, and he's not really addressing the the elephant in the room. And uh, Joachim Nordstrom will be on his right side. Defensively, it's Giordano with that little bugger Anderson. Noah Hannafin with Chris Tanev. Jusuf Alamaki will play with Nesterov uh, there. And that's your lineups I'd expect. I'd be shocked if it's Riddich in it. It's going to be Markstrom. They need this win. Just got a message again. It's becoming a theme on this show. But it's the Battle of Alberta, the first one of the season. Are we going to see some emotion? Are we going to see a ton of hits? Are we going to see some scraps? Oh, baby. It's going to be fun. Everybody's going to be tuned into that game. And, uh, oh, baby, I can't wait. It's always fun when Calgary and Edmonton meet. And uh, both teams kind of... You know, Edmonton got back to uh, 500. Uh, Flames just one game under right now. You know, both teams are going to be raring to go. Calgary looking to snap their two-game losing streak. It's going to be fun. Uh, Matchup-wise, what, what do you think it's going to be? Uh, uh, is it going to be the Elias Lindholm with Kachuk and Dubé line? Which line do they go up against? And then Goudreau, are they going to go toe-to-toe with McDavid? Or Leon Dreisaitl? That's, uh, that's an interesting decision there for the Calgary Flames coaching staff. Defensively, you know it's going to be Giordano. The top four are going to get the top two lines. Obviously, Valimaki and Esterov, uh, still um, new to the NHL, so they're they're not going to see that matchup. You'd like to see it from a, from the Edmonton side, but Mark Giordano, the Chris Tanevs, the Noah Hannafins, and the Andersons are going to get the bulk of the top two lines. Right, coming up, we'll hear from Kyle Turris. We'll hear from Dave Tippett. We'll also get predictions. We'll also get uh, Hernan's hot tip as well. We'll give you some stats on both these teams as well. But first, your question of the day. If Ethan Bear is good to go for the game tomorrow, is he an automatic for you in the lineup? Uh, let me know. It looks like they're going to go 12-6. and six. So if Ethan Bear is good to go, is he an automatic in the lineup for you? And who do you take out? Ooh, yeah, that's an interesting question. Can it be Bouchard? Can it be Larson? Can it be Chris Russell? And then you move one of the righties to the lefty. I don't know. It's going to be fun to, to see what happens tomorrow. But that is your question of the day. Ethan Bear, if he's good to go, are you putting him in the lineup? And who the hell are you taking out? Up next... 
We'll keep teeing up the Oilers and Flames that gets going on Saturday at 8 o'clock. This is the Locked On Oilers podcast with Hernan Salas. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. The NHL is well underway, so don't sit on the sidelines anymore and get in on the action. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com We're back here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. I'm your host, Hernan Salas. If you want to connect with me, hit me up on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers. Just going to give you some quick stats from both Edmonton and Calgary. On the power play, Edmonton ranks 8th at 27.3%. Calgary is 11th at 22.7%. So two very good power plays going toe-to-toe. As far as the PK, Edmonton bumped up a little bit from the last time I brought this up. But they're at 25th now in the NHL at 73.2%. Of course, they were perfect in their last game going 5 for 5. Calgary's 15th on the PK at 80%. Goals 4, Edmonton ranks 3rd, 42 goals so far this season. Calgary's 22nd at 26 goals and goals against Edmonton again cracks the top 3 with 43. Calgary's 21st in the league uh, when it comes to goals against. So uh, a lot better there for Calgary but yeah not scoring a lot. uh, 26 goals compared to 42 but they've given up a lot less than uh, the Edmonton Oilers. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. Special teams for sure going to play a part in this on Saturday. Uh, let's take a look at some of the Oilers storylines heading into this one. You're going to get Koskinen in net. Once again, I think he's coming off his two best games. So look for the big fan to be solid once again. He, he can't just let in that bad goal that kind of you know kills the team and uh, you know if it's a close game it's a one goal game it's a tie game he's got to be sharp throughout goals are going to happen we all know that but he's got to limit the bad ones the uh the ones that the austin matthew scored on him those kind of goals defensively Barry and Bear have been, uh, Barry and Nurse, sorry, have been excellent. I really like Barry. We're kind of seeing the Colorado Avalanche, Barry, and Darnell Nurse. Hey, listen, I've been hard on Darnell Nurse throughout the years, and uh, he's been impressive. He's got nine points in 12 games. He's a plus six. He's playing in every situation. He's playing a ton of minutes, and he's been good. Outside of, listen, no one's going to play the perfect game. You're going to have blunders here and there. But he's definitely limited those this season, and he's he's taking a big step up with the absence of Clef Bomb. So nothing but praise for Darnell Nurse. Hopefully he can, can continue to grow and continue to improve and because uh, the Oilers need that. So him and Barry have been really good together. Barry has uh, multiple points in three consecutive games, so he's looking good. Power play's looking good as well. I'm a little worried about Larson and Legacy against a better team than Ottawa. We'll see how they handle it. Legacy's really good on the PK. That's why he stays in there. He's a young guy. And listen, I, I always liked Willie Legacy in the AHL. And, and now he's kind of turning some heads. Obviously, the coaching staff's really impressed with him. And we'll see if he can improve his 5-on-5 five five play. Because on the PK, he is solid. He's just rough and simple and gets that puck out and that's what you kind of want on the pk so we'll see how they'd fare against a uh, much more talented calgary flames team and then if bouchard plays i i 
I just want to continue to see some of the same. He was fantastic passing the puck. I thought he was sharp defensively, getting the puck through and all that. We'll see if old man Bouchard <laughs> uh, can continue his strong play. If he's in the lineup, and then Russell's Russell, so you know what he's going to bring. The shot blocking uh, to the game and all that, and also a solid PK. Up front, Leon McDavid. There's no secret. That's Calgary's game plan to slow down those two guys. 46 points combined in 12 games. Uh, Cahoon's going now. He's got two goals. Jesse Pugliarvi's going. He's got two goals. So uh, the top two lines for the Oilers. No issues there. You need more from Kyle Turris, and we will hear from him coming up here shortly, but you need more from him. I, I was really excited with this signing. I thought he'd be such a good third-line center who can play well defensively, kill some penalties, and chip in some offense. And so far, I mean, he's been okay on the PK, but the PK has been suffering a bit. And uh, defensively, he's all right. Uh, it's where offensively in the battles and, and all that where he's lacking. So hopefully Kyle Turris can get jacked up for this game and, and, and produce with that line with Neil and Cassian. Neil's also coming off two goals, but he was sat out last game. <laughs> and Cassian, uh, finally, we saw some emotion and some rough stuff. So that's a good sign for the Oilers. And then your fourth line, Gaetan Haas, who's been very impressive, at least in my opinion good on the pk and i've liked Devin shore i've liked him more than kyra to be honest with you and Terrace. and then archibald he's just a little spark plug a uh, little guy throws a ton of hits and he has some offense too so the edmonton Oilers looking good for this one they're riding high they're on a three-game win streak they, they're coming off a day off on wednesday two solid practice days so they should be raring to go and you know calgary is going to come in feisty they've lost two straight they're not happy with their record they're not happy with their play and all that and then you got the sam bennett rumors kind of lingering around there uh, making it a bit of a distraction so we'll see what the edmonton Oilers can do when it comes to uh you know going toe-to-toe with the calgary flames uh, last season was absolutely awesome you saw the mike smith fight you saw all that what's gonna happen with kachuk like is kachuk gonna you know what he's gonna do guys like he's not gonna shock anyone so it's going to be uh it's going to be a fun one man i i truly can't wait for saturday night uh, and then you got the super bowl on sunday oh Oh, man, it's just going to be great. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think the outcome here is going to be? And let's just take a quick look at, at Calgary's uh, scoring leaders. I know Calgary scoring about 26 goals. Uh, they're a little bit lower than Edmonton, obviously. But I'll give you some of their leaders here when it comes to goals and points. Johnny Goudreau and Elias Lindholm lead their team with 11 points each. Johnny Goudreau leading with six goals. He's had an awesome start to the season. A little guy always shows up and plays well against Edmonton as well. Matthew Kachuk and Sean Monaghan sit in the third and fourth spot at eight points. Yeah, and Goudreau leading on power play goals, power play points. So he's been really, really good for them this season. And uh, yeah, Rasmus Anderson, surprising, leading the defenseman with five points. He's very underrated. I He annoys the hell out of me, I'm not going to lie, but he is very underrated and, you know, he's going to be jacked up he's always uh, mouthing off and, and getting involved physically uh in this team so there you have it johnny goudreau and all the uh johnny goudreau elias and lynn home leading the way kind of the the usual suspects with monahan and kachuk just trailing so this this is going to be one hell of a game high scoring low scoring every time we expect fireworks and all that it, it kind of we're kind of let down so i'm, I'm going in this with uh, i want to go in <laughs> into this game kind of saying i want to see goals i want to see fights i want to see scrums i want to see a little bit of everything but i don't want to get too jacked up and then be disappointed right so we'll wait on see on that just before we get to kyle turrish hey if you're looking to get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new locked on today podcast peter bukowski hosts locked on today a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes subscribe to locked on today wherever you get your podcasts all right let's get to kyle turrish as he met with the media earlier today and uh yeah he's, he's going to experience the Battle of Alberta for the first time. Here is Kyle Turris 
meeting with the media today. I mean, you played last, last couple years in the U.S. I mean, apart from the obvious benefits of being part of this team, how thankful you are in particular this year to, to not be playing down there with all the concerns we've seen with the U.S. teams of you know, shutting down and everything. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's multiple reasons, right? Like uh, just growing up in Canada and um, being in the Canadian hockey atmosphere, being able to play in an all-Canadian North Division is, is really special. So that was really neat. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, um, just with uh, COVID concerns and uh, the way Canada's handled it is um, maybe a little more cautious and uh, uh, a little safer, I think, in general than the U.S. has. And when you have uh, a wife and three kids, that's uh, definitely something you, you don't take for granted. Yeah, Kyle, this is uh, another thing uh, that you've not taken part in lately is the Battle of Alberta. You've watched it, I'm sure, from many different angles in many different cities. Uh, what are your thoughts? What have you know? What have you heard? And what do you expect? I expect and have heard about the intensity and the physicality, and I've I've watched it for the past number of years, and. It's always fun to watch, and and uh, now to have the opportunity to take part in it, it's it's really exciting. And yeah, like uh, I know that you guys are going pretty good, and and you probably don't need the distraction of all this other stuff. But there's always something that happens here, right? The Battle of Alberta has been good that way. There's some, there's a goalie fight, or there's a Cassian sighting, or there's a Kachuk thing. Like, are you kind of looking forward to seeing what pops up? Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's. Uh, feel like in the, the olden days you had these rivalries all the time and now it's it's harder to come by and the fact that this is one of the biggest ones if not the biggest one in the nhl it's it's real exciting hi kyle i was just wondering obviously you know being in the buildings there's always a lot of uh sorry about the dog there's always a lot of uh intensity with the fans as well um i mean but now there's no fans in the building so how do you think that'll impact maybe the intensity of the game on, on the ice yeah, it definitely changes the atmosphere a little bit. Um, just from an energy standpoint of, of feeding off the fans and the, the excitement in the, the building. But, I mean, that hatred is still there. So it's something that sparks the energy and, and the intensity and, and the physicality on its own. So that'll, that'll still be there. That was Kyle Terrace meeting with the media. Even uh, we got a, an appearance by a dog as well. So <laughs> little guy, little guy there uh, making some noise while Kyle Terrace spoke to the media. Well, we're looking here for Kyle Terrace to take a, you know, a big step forward here and, and solidify that third line spot right now. He's uh, he's back there with Neil and Cassian, but you, you need more from Kyle Terrace going forward here. Uh, it'd be a it'd be a huge 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 uh, help to the Edmonton Oilers. All right, coming up next, we'll get to Dave Tippett, my predictions, Hernan's hot tip, and a former Oilers celebrating a birthday today. I'll play some audio and see if you can remember that magical night years and years ago. That's coming up next. I'm Hernan Salas for the Locked On Oilers podcast. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. 18 amazing flavors, including six new ones like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and my personal favorite, carrot cake. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high in protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Last segment here on the Locked On Oilers podcast to close out the week as we get set for Calgary Edmonton on Saturday night. 8 o'clock puck drop. Buccaneers, Chiefs, Super Bowl on Sunday. It's going to be a great, great sports weekend. Let's get to some news from around the NHL. Not much going on 
and again it's kind of quiet out there like i mentioned earlier troy grosnick has landed on the waiver wire we'll see if he clears hopefully he doesn't that way the orders can kind of just uh, relax and uh have their three goalies and all that this one just coming from tsn says um nhl and the nhlpa investigating rapid tests to flatten covid curve after um, a couple of outbreaks uh going on this week and a lot of games postponed a lot of players landing on the covid list and all that they're definitely uh looking to make some adjustments uh montreal canadians impressive defenseman alexander romanov will play saturday after taking a puck to the face so uh if you have him in fantasy he will be good to go and the carolina hurricanes announced friday that they have hired justin williams as a special advisor to the general manager justin williams sticking around and gonna work in the office for the canes good on him and vegas golden knights announced uh, today that head coach peter DeBoer is healthy and back with the team in advance of their matchup with the los angeles kings of course he was in quarantine nothing on the tony d'angelo front and like i said not much news out there five games today on the nhl schedule philadelphia is home to boston the red wings are in tampa bay florida and nashville do battle once again a nice game there 6-5 in overtime vegas is home to the la kings and the sharks and ducks meet in anaheim that is your nhl schedule for this friday just throwing this one out there prospect uh, edmonton oil prospect rafael lavoie with two more goals for vasby in sweden today he's now got 17 goals and 13 assists in 38 games that's pretty pretty impressive we'll get to my hot tip my predictions and a special happy birthday but first let's get to dave tippett he met with the media today and uh first off here just on the matchup with the flames and uh, and how big it is and and all that and how badly you want those two points here is dave tippett well there's always a history but i think the history is built up more with you guys than it is our our whole talk is about how we're going to go in there and win we got to play well enough to win so there's things that you get your team ready for uh tactically to win but you know it's going to be a hard game there's there's you know the reality is you're playing playoff games in regular season. They're four-point games, so that that comes into play. I understand the whole history and everybody. Every time that you know we play, there's a big build-up to it. I understand all that. That's that's all well and good, but you got to go in there with the mindset that you're going to play well enough to win and do things that allow you to win. Uh, you know, you got to play with purpose and and do the things that allow your team to be successful in there, but. You can't go in thinking that this is, uh, you know, it's blown up by the media. It's going to be some kind of spectacle. You got to go in there and play well. That's what that's what we're planning on doing. More Dave Tippett here. As he was asked about, uh, how does how does he balance his roster with guys that are just working their butts off in practice, looking good and doing all the right things with the guy, and then you have guys in your roster that are playing every night that are playing well. Like how, how do you balance that? How do you get guys in and out without? Uh, you know, disrupting the, the group too much. You know what, you uh, you know, you want to make sure everybody's involved, whether they're playing or not. And what you're doing, like, there's there's a lot of tactics that go into a game when you're looking at different scenario, scenarios you're trying to cover, the roles, you know, penalty killer, power play, right-handed, left-handed, center. I mean, there's a lot of different factors that come into play, matchups. I mean, there's there's... We talk through every guy every day that the lineup, you know, we put a lineup out and we, we put a lineup the way we think that gives us the best chance to win. And that being said, there's times when, you know, when young Bouchard came in last game, we wanted to get him up and going. So there's there's adjustments you can make to your lineup that, uh, 
you feel you feel I can help you for that game, but also to make sure they're you're getting everybody included and finding out exactly what everybody can do to help you. Two players kind of going in different directions. Gaetan Haas, Kyle Turris. Uh, Gaetan Haas, I mentioned in the opening segment, wasn't on the ice today. Here's Dave Tippett on Gaetan Haas. Haas, we just kept off as a... as a. Uh, he should be available to play tomorrow. We just kept him off as a precaution today. And uh, Smith is eligible to come off uh, IR after the... Calgary game. Good news there for Gaetan Haas and Mike Smith and the Edmonton Oilers. On the flip side, Kyle Terry struggling so far this season. Uh, you need more from this guy, I and mean, he's here on a two-year deal. Here's the head coach on Kyle Terry so far this season. He uh, he got hurt during the game and missed a big part of the second period, which was a, a big part of that uh, time on ice. He missed. Uh, he got a cut and had to get sewed up, so uh, he missed some time there. But his game is. Uh, you know he's 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 working at it you know he's come in he's trying to find a new role trying to find a new uh kind of his niche on the team there's been uh, there's been some positive stuff and some stuff that still has to has to grow in his game good to know i did not know he was hurt but he had about eight minutes the same as chase on and they were both the duo on the fourth line so yeah i didn't i did not notice that he had left to get some work and all that and that he was a little bit banged up in that game. But you definitely need more from Turs. Hopefully uh, he starts uh, producing tomorrow in the Battle of Alberta. And one last one here. I talked about it. It was tweeted out. What was Dave Tippett and Connor McDavid talking about? Connor was about the eighth guy I talked to today. So sometimes it's on the ice. Sometimes it's in my office. Sometimes it's standing in the hallway. So I talk to a lot of guys every day. But here, just talking to Connor a little bit about our team. We... Uh, you know, you're you're always monitoring where your team is energy-wise, where your focus is. Um, you know, I was I was actually talking to him a little bit about the protocols, the new ones that came in. How do you think it'll affect our guys? And we've got a lot of guys that like to come to the rink earlier, and uh, you know, the for treatments and stuff. So, uh, but the the protocols are in place, and everybody has to deal with them. So. It was a, you know, I touch base with a lot of guys every day. Yeah, not much. I don't think anyone was reading much into it. They were just kind of pointing out that they had a long conversation. I don't think anyone's like, oh my, what are they talking about? But let me know. Uh, wrong answers only, I guess. Funny stuff. Let me know on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Orders. What were Dave Tippett and Connor McDavid talking about? If I get some good ones, if I get any, I'll read them out on the next podcast. All right, guys. Like I said, there's a couple birthdays today, former Oilers, but uh, Ty Ratty. The answer at one point uh, celebrates a birthday today. He didn't work out. Uh, he got a great opportunity with Connor McDavid and couldn't make it count. But uh, there's another former Oiler that celebrated a birthday. Let's see if you remember this night. As Omar can win the game for the Oilers right here. Omar against Ellis. The spin move. The shot. The goal. <laughs> Welcome to the big leagues. Linus Omar. <laughs> telling you what, even the spinner around to start it off. This kid has got some jam, some fire, some confidence. Call whatever you want. Oh, baby, we all remember that night. How amazing was that night? And his, uh, was it his first game? I don't even know if it was his first game, but his first year at Edmonton, he does a spinorama at center and beats uh, Dan Ellis. And then he got chirped on the way back from the lightning. And, oh, man, it's too bad it didn't work out. But what a magical night. <laughs> 
Happy birthday to Linus Olmark. We'll always have that memory here uh, for all Oiler fans um, for as long as for as long as we're here. Yeah, that was a great moment, and it was uh, during the tough times for the Edmonton Oilers. They were struggling mightily, but uh, that night we got some uh, joy watching Linus Olmark score in the shootout. All right, guys, let's get to Hernan's hot tip, and I'll say this: Edmonton's on a three-game win streak. Calgary struggling a bit; have lost two straight. They're not happy with their record, and it's almost so predictable that you know Calgary's going to come out and win that game but I say you know what it's time for the orders to flip that script you know go in there be confident know that you can beat this team who cares if they're on a losing streak give them another one and you add another one to your win streak that's what I want to see from the orders far too often for for far too many years we've kind of known what's going to happen when one team's hot one team's cold you know what the outcome's going to be but you know what I believe in this team now I think they're rolling I don't care that they played Ottawa twice they've won three straight go in there you got the two best players right now rolling Connor McDavid Leon Dreisaitl absolutely tearing it up you're getting healthy and all that so you know what go in there and hand them their third loss in a row and get your fourth win in a row flip the mother script and let's do it Edmonton I believe in the Oilers I think they get it done tomorrow and that leads to my prediction I'm picking the Oilers to win this one in a close one I'm picking them to win 4-3 I'm also gonna say James the real deal Neil scores the winner James Neal the winner tomorrow night the Oilers win 4-3 and the Oilers will win their fourth straight Calgary will lose their third straight Let's do it, believe it, and it will happen. Well, it doesn't usually work that way, but you know what I'm getting. (laughs) All right, guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Big game coming up tomorrow. I know everybody's jacked up. There's no reason to be outside. It's absolutely freezing. Get your snacks, get your beer, get whatever you like to uh, drink, and uh, stay indoors. Watch the Oilers tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, against the Calgary Flames. Then you got the Super Bowl on Sunday. Stay safe, stay warm. Remember to download and subscribe on your favorite apps for all the latest episodes. While you're there, please leave me a great review. Hit me up on twitter at hernandeman at locked on oilers i truly appreciate all the support keep the downloads coming for the locked on oilers podcast i'm hernandeman talking los petroleros enjoy your weekend we'll talk on monday